you don't know how to pray, you'll learn how to pray in Babylon. You know, somebody calls you up on the prayer chain and says, my baby is sick. Will you pray for my baby? You know what you do? I don't feel guilty, but you know what you do. Lord Jesus, help their baby in Jesus' name. Amen. And then you go back to washing dishes. Lord Jesus, help their baby. But let your baby get sick. Let it be me, O oh Lord, sin. Let your baby get sick. You know what? You don't go back to Washington. Says, you will get on the floor and you will beat the ground and you will, you will put tears in the carpet and you will walk, march around the house with oil in your hand and you'll slap it on every door and you'll put a, you know what I'm talking about. You know how to pray in Babylon. Babylon draws you back. Let it, let it be a crisis in your life and it will change and realign your relationship with God. Wow. You being out of God's will does not cancel out God's plans for you. Aren't you happy about that? Even if I make a poor choice, he's still waiting. We don't sing this song anymore. At least I haven't heard it in a, lot of, a long time. But when I was a kid growing up, we used to sing a song, He was there all the time. Anybody remember that? He was there all the time, waiting patiently in line. He was there all the time. That song has never left me because I have lived that out more times than I've sang that song. Now, we can't... We're going to go to one more verse before I end this sermon. So go to Psalm 139 with me. Psalm 139. I'm not going to do the whole 17 verses of Psalm 139, even though I was really tempted to, but I realized that was a whole nother sermon, so I couldn't do that. So I'm just going to do a, a few select verses, a couple of slides here. Now we're talking about being in God's will. We're talking about I get choices to make if I'm not consulting God, if I'm not waiting on my confirmation from the Lord, and I'm making choices that move me off of his plan for my life, what happens to me then? So look at this, Psalm 139. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, okay, I just made a good choice. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Everything is going my way. Mountaintop, hallelujah. Glory to God. Got my shout on, my dancing shoes on. I just ascended into heaven, sitting in heavenly places. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. That was a good choice. If I ascend into heaven, you are there. But if I make, not if you make, not if you make my bed, if I make, you might have an old grandma that used to say, you made your bed, now lie in it. Now, my grandma said that. I don't know if that's a Tennessee thing, but anybody's grandma said that. We might need to bring that one back. You know, that's your bed now. You made your bed, now lie in it. If I make my bed in hell, Whoa, wait a minute, God. I loved it when I made a good decision and I was sitting in heavenly places, but now I have made a bad decision and I feel like I'm at the gates of hell and the hounds of hell are all around my feet. But guess what? You are there. <laughs> you can go home right now. We could drop the mic and shout all the way to the house. Even there, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and I dwell, okay, God, 
I'm tired of it all. I just want to run away. I know you've never thought about that before. I just want to get as far away, change my name or nobody knows me. You know, I just want to run away and start over somewhere. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Now, God, why are you so interested in me? God, why will you not? Why do you love me so much? Why is your love so so reckless for me? Why, God, do you just lavish me with your blessings even when I don't deserve it? You got to keep on reading to understand that part because when you go down to verse 16, God has a message for you hidden in this runaway story and this make my bed in hell story he said your eyes or your eyes saw my substance when yet being unformed God says I fell in love with you on the first day the spark came together I fell in love with you the very when you were an embryo I fell in love with you and I fell so in love with you that I started writing a book about you in your book they were written the days fashion for me when yet none of them existed. God said, this is what I'm going to do with Kathy. This is what I'm going to do with Brian. This is what I'm going to do with Chris. This is what I'm going to do with Annie. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you into this beautiful journey with me. And sometimes we lose our way and sometimes we get completely lost. But God says, that's all right. I'm still here. Go to hell if you want to. I'm bringing you back. Go to heaven if you want to. I'm waiting on you there too. Whatever you do, whatever decisions, wherever you find yourself I'm waiting because I have days fashioned for you when none of them existed how precious also are your thoughts toward me oh God how great is the sum of them God wants you to know that he put his DNA inside of you before you were born I don't care if your eyes look like your daddy and your hair color looks like your mama you've got something else in there besides that and that is God's plan and God's purpose. It was all put inside of you so that you could discover God's fullness in your life and live your life to the fullness of his plan. So I'm gonna ask the musicians if they'll come real quickly and help me out here. Regardless of your genetics, your birth circumstances of your life, you still have a gift. It does not matter who gave birth to you. It does not matter who signed your who signed your birth certificate. It does not matter if you were called by a real name or somebody else's name. My wife's birth certificate just said baby because she hadn't got her name yet. It just said baby. It doesn't matter if your birth certificate just says baby. God says, I don't care about all of that. I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you in life. Whether you were born to a loving mother or father or whether you never even met your mom and dad, it does not negate the plan and the purpose and the gift that God has for you. You might have been adopted at birth, but you still have a gift. You might have been abused as a child, but it does not stop God's plan for you. The gift is still there. Somebody needs to hear that. The gift is still there. The purpose is still there. The destiny is still there. The abuse did not stop that because somebody took away your innocence too early does not stop the fact that God loved you before they found you. He found you and he is still waiting to bring you into the fullness of life.
Thank you so much for supporting our ministry. If this has blessed you, please say a prayer for us. And if you would like to give, we have four ways that you can do that. You can give online at briancutshaw.com or if you're a PayPal user, just PayPal us at Church Trainer. Or you can also give through the mail at P.O. Box 267, Georgetown, Tennessee, 37336. Or if you're a Venmo user, you can Venmo us also at Church Trainer. Thank you and God bless you. And may the Lord multiply your seed. Now back to Hope in the Word. Somebody might have stolen your innocence, but your gift is still there. You might have been sexually abused or mentally abused or physically abused, but that does not change your destiny. That does not have to hold you back. The plan of God is still there. The gift of God is still there. The purpose of God is still there. The goodness of God is still there. Maybe your parents divorced, but you still have your gift. Maybe you were raised from foster home to foster home to foster home and you always felt rejected but I want to tell you none of that stops the plan of God for I know the plans I have for you even in Babylon even in the foster home I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you you may have been raised by a controlling parent or an angry parent or an alcoholic parent or mentally ill parent, but it does not change the fact that God still has a plan for you. Your gifts are still intact. Your calling is still sure. Your plan is still sure. You still have a destiny. Maybe your world is upside down, but you still have your gift. Maybe you ran away and became rebellious for a season, but the gift is still there. Maybe you sold your soul to the devil. That's all right. I know one who conquered him a long time ago, and one who paid your ransom and he can buy you back if he can buy back Gomer Hosea's wife from the chopping block of slavery he can buy you back that's what redemption means that he paid the price to buy you back sometimes bad things happen to good people but that does not change the matrix of your life God's plan is still there before your heartbreak before your letdown before your betrayal God put enough love in you to survive it. God put enough power in you to overcome it. God put enough gifts in you to sustain you. Let people walk out of your life, but he will never leave you nor forsake you all the days of your life. He will still be there. There are some things that God has ordained for you to do. And if God has called you, God will not let you. He forbids you to imitate anybody. He doesn't want a cheap imitation of somebody else he wants you to be uniquely you go ahead and shout your shout go ahead and dance your dance go ahead and hop your hop go ahead and sing your song it doesn't have to look like anybody and there it doesn't have to be inspected or approved by anybody if it's praise he wants it whatever it looks like your testimony may be a wreck but your testimony can still testify to the goodness of God and the re- and the resurrection power of God and the and the preservation power of God whatever has happened in your life you don't you have not been called to be stressed out you have been called to be an overcomer who's been saved by the blood of the lamb 
God loves you so much that he forbid to let anybody else have your fingerprint. You are a one of a kind. Just like every snowflake is different that falls from the sky, every fingerprint on the planet is unique and different. God will not allow anybody to use what he put in you. It is yours and for you to use to bring glory to God. He loved you so much that he numbered every hair on your head. He put a unique fingerprint in you. He put a voice inside of you that only you can give. And I want to tell you the enemy is terrified of people who've been sanctified. You want to know why you've been in battle? It's because you've been set apart. You want to know why you've been in battle? Because there's a mission greater in front of you that the bat from the battle behind you. What lies in front of you is a mission, a great adventure, a powerful time in God that is going to overshadow. It's like a mama giving birth. She goes through all the pain. Those last few weeks, she's miserable. Um, when she's given birth, she's in pain. But once you put that baby in her arms, all of that goes away. And she says, I don't know what your wife said, but I was in the room when my wife gave birth to our first daughter. And she looked at me and I saw everything she went through. She looked at me and she said, I would do it again. And she did do it again. She meant that. And she said, I would do it again because even though it was painful, the end result was worth all the pain. And I'm here to tell you tonight that maybe you've walked through a painful chapter. Maybe you've walked through a painful journey. Maybe you've camped down in Babylon, but the journey's gonna be worth it. Jesus is waiting to bid you into higher ground. Hallelujah. He's taking you up to a new place in him. Oh, nothing is gonna stop you from coming into your prophetic season. Satan wants to sabotage your success, but God said, I made you to win. I created you to win. You were formed to win. The potter designed you to win. The blacksmith designed you to win. Hallelujah. You were created to walk in blessings, not curses. You were created to be the head and not the tail. You were built to last. You were built to walk in generosity and prosperity, not struggle. God made you to soar with the eagles, not run with the chickens. God calls you to run and not be weary. He wants you to walk and not faint. There is a plan. Do you hear me tonight? There is a plan for your hungry soul. God did not assign you to loneliness. God did not assign you to hungry. God did not assign you to a life of isolation. He has a plan. He has a purpose and he bids you walk toward him and come into the purpose of God's calling. God created you to show forth the glory of Jesus Christ in this earth and in your life. You've got to believe that tonight. Your setbacks do not outweigh your setups. And God is waiting on you. God has purpose for you. And he's going to bring you into a place of glory. I know the plans I have for you. Sitting in Babylon, I'm still thinking about you. Making wrong choices, I'm still calling you. The gifts are still there. The calling is still there. The choice is still there. Come to me and let us work this out together because I have a plan that is bigger than your failure. I have a plan that is bigger than your enemy. I have a plan that is bigger from the people who walked out of your life. I have a plan that is bigger from those who curse you in your life. I have a plan that is bigger from all the setups the enemy brought you into. I have a plan and I'm bringing you into your into his divine will, into his divine will.
This program is brought to you by the partners of Brian Cutshaw and Church Trainer Ministries. Please help us pray that the Lord will continue to send us more partners so we can expand His kingdom around the world.